love is amazing Oh But it's also bullshit And it might also get you murdered Hello and welcome to another episode of Love is Amazing But it's also bullshit And could possibly get you murdered Yeah The show that reminds everyone that Everything you want in this life can and probably will turn into a huge fucking dumpster fire just in case your day was going too well. Mm-hmm. Uh, with me, as always, is uh, Nick Luna. Hey. And Osa. Hello. Nice nice Cosby sweater, by oh, the way. Oh, thank you. I yeah. actually just got this yesterday. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Um, but it, yeah, you're right. It is pretty cosby Yeah, it's yeah. it's a very Cosby-ish sweater. It mm-hmm. has many a patterns in many a places. Was, yeah. it, was it from a relative you hate? You're like, a oh, fucking friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. We, we. I, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's jump right into it. Uh, today, we are doing a case uh, about the murder of Paige Bergfeld. Uh, what's the source material? I was just about to get there. Sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> give me a second. So, all right. So, the source material is Crime Watch Daily. Uh, the video is called Small Town Mom Was Living a Double Life. Uh, you can watch this on YouTube. You totally could, yeah. yeah. And Crime Watch Daily. I mean, the one thing I don't like about Crime Watch Daily is they'll take cases and they'll break them up into like stupid, you know, like this one's four minutes and then the next video is like eight and the other one's like three and a half and you're like, come on. Yeah, come up with a formula and, <laughs> and stick with it. Not only that, but if you go to like the video, like the parts are all over the place, you know? <laughs> it's like, because it's so well done, but it's like, get your shit together. Like who's managing this YouTube channel, right? I, I feel like it's on TV somewhere. Like maybe Canada? I don't know. Yeah, yeah but, but this one was all in one. It was all in one. Okay. And, it was all yeah. one. And yeah. I, was, I was so stoked about You're that. You're like, yes. Yes. Finally. Yeah. So maybe that's their new format. I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah, they got you know, their shit together. Pro- they, they, they probably, because I bitched about it before, so they probably listened. Yeah, they probably read your email and were like, you know what? This guy's right. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Let's, that's what companies usually do when you write to complain to them, well, right? They were probably like... send you some coupons? Yeah. They were probably like... Let's do what he says because he seems like a guy who could show up with, like, a gun. Yeah. And Mm. just, like, take out a bunch of employees. Yeah, no one likes that. Yeah, and good call on their part. (laughs) So. You do have those vibes. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. And, and, you know. Shots fired. And and the older I get, the more I'm likely. But but anyway, this this isn't about me. This is about uh, the murder of Paige. Bergfeld. So who was Paige Bergfeld? Uh, she was a 34-year-old mother of three, and she was living like, you know, what they say, a, a picture-perfect life. And the more we do these cases, the more I'm like, that doesn't exist. But yeah. um, <laughs> There's always something going on behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah, there's always... Everyone's got skeletons in their closet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the more perfect somebody seems, the more you're like, you have someone in your basement. 
They're just like, <laughs> you know, you, you like, like, you know, the more like, oh, like, this is a totally unlevel person. The, the more I'm like, you like to get hit in the nuts with a wrench, don't you? Like, that's your thing. Yeah, it'd be like, you know, like, I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And it'd be like finding out that he's like, um, you know, the leader of a sex cult. Which, he could be. Yeah, I mean, you we know, never know. Sign me up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nothing would nothing would uh, surprise me anymore. So, her husband was a guy named Rob Dixon. He came from a very wealthy family, and they settled in Grand Junction, Colorado. They mm-hmm. bought a big house. Big house. It was like forty thousand square feet. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And um, uh, they actually. They had this great line that uh, they were living a caviar life in a corn dog town. In a corn dog town. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, no, no, it was great. It. And and all the com- there was like six or seven comments that were like, "Who is this true crime poet?" You know. <laughs> um, but with that being said, you know they are correct. I've been to Grand Junction. It's not a nice town. Yeah. Yeah. Very like. What What is it known for outside of? being a junction i think it's known for kind of being the last thing you see before you leave colorado mm. you know and they're like hey just in case you had too good a time at at our state go through this town you know? <laughs> is it like in the mountains or like no it's i and i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure like on the western side of Colorado, you have desert, right? You go through the high. They did say at one yeah. point that it was like a hundred degrees there, so yeah. I, I was wondering that too if it yeah. was if it was a deserty area. I'm pretty sure it's right before you get into Utah. It's four hours away from Denver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Denver is in the mountains. So yeah. yeah. Um. So, but, uh, you know, so they're living this great, uh fairy tale life but uh and i know this is going to surprise a lot of people but their marriage wasn't perfect (laughs) (laughs) we we never do stories like that everyone's marriage is always perfect yeah yeah and and everyone is is alive at the end Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. i wanted at the beginning of the episode i wanted to do something like we switched it up this week and we're gonna do a murder <laughs> switched it up this week and we're covering the royal wedding <laughs> yeah you know we're, we're gonna get the harry and um philip uh and you know prince charles of spain or whatever okay <laughs> prince charles of spain <laughs> well you, okay whatever so um so who was this rob guy rob dixon well rob was a dickhead he had a huge temper got very angry he made a lot of very scary statements to Paige that made people very concerned for her safety and um like do you have any of these statements written down i'm gonna get there okay so uh rob was also having financial situations and as those financial problems got more and more strained uh the more um everybody was like Oh, this guy's a psycho. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, uh, Paige's dad was like, you know, there was the good Rob and the bad Rob. And as money troubles kept going and going, we saw more and more of bad Rob. Yeah. It was like the Hulk. You know, it was like the more, you know, he was getting upset, the the more he turned into a different 
person, but instead of like a big green monster, he was just like still a weird looking dude, but he just yelled way more. Yeah, weird looking dude, very white teeth. Yes, I noticed that too. His teeth were a little bit too white, suspiciously yeah. white. I, I think it was his teeth were so white to offset how like fucking weird his face looked like you gotta see a picture of this dude and you're like really see, i didn't even notice that his face was weird i was just looking at his white teeth so maybe his maybe it worked it did work yeah yeah he was like you know what i'm gonna get crazy ass veneers to distract from my weird oh. face so uh in october 2004 <laughs> page made a 911 call and basically page said that uh rob wanted the kids and he threatened to murder them if he didn't get his way. So talk about uh, a little yeah. little bit flying off the handle. You know, when you threaten to murder your own kids to get back at someone. And yeah, to that's get your kids. Yeah. Fucking extreme. <laughs> I mean, that's. I think that's the point where you're like, maybe I should go to anger management. <laughs> maybe I should drink less. Uh, <laughs> maybe I should not be around these children. <laughs> So the cops showed up and they defused the situation and no uh, charges were filed. Not one. Not one. But a year later, there was a second 911 call. And this time, Paige basically said that Rob physically hit her. And that was kind of the end of their relationship at that point. Basically, yeah. And and not only was it the end of the relationship, but it was kind of like a red flag. <laughs> I mean, of course, but <laughs> but it, it was like a red flag to like people in um, Paige's families and uh, family and friends and stuff like that. Her dad basically at that point set up a special bank account as just kind of like a getaway money. Whatever it is, like, I love that idea. Yeah. Just to have like a bag that you could just like grab and be like, all right, I'm going to get the go. fuck out of here. Yeah. Dude, you know you but made it, it when you have that bag. Well, I no, was, <laughs> was going to say the opposite. Like, yeah. if, if you were in that position where you have that shit ready to go, you, your life's probably not in a good place. Yeah, if you have have that bag you're fucked like <laughs> like think about who has that bag it's like people like wanted by like the mafia or, you know, or women who are about to give birth <laughs> wait what give birth? <laughs> oh, or just thinking, right, like they right, have yes. like the like overnight bag packed yeah. and ready to go in case they're like water breaks or yeah. whatever and don't yeah. get me wrong children are miracles but still fuck. <laughs> yeah. um, like, like giving birth does not sound like a good time oh my so God. Yeah, yeah like pushing out Do a watermelon from like you know a, a whole much smaller than a watermelon <laughs> my my mom Ugh. my mom used to always kind of like look at me like like during my birthday she'd be like do you know what birth is like it's like imagine pooping a pumpkin like she would take my, my shoulders and like shake me like a little five-year-old it's like, <laughs> think about pooping a pumpkin pumpkin that's what i did for you you know <laughs> I love Jane Black. No, she's great. <laughs> Yo, she's I would great. do if I had kids, I would do that to them too. I'd be, I would hold it against them for the rest of their lives because I'm sure that was, yeah, traumatic experience. And, and, I'm, and I'm sure they'll they'll totally grow up fine if you do that. Yeah, and won't hate you at all. Yeah. All right. So, um, so yeah. So and then basically after the second uh, 911 call, after eight years of marriage, Robin Page got divorced. The right? big D. But she still has to support herself, right? So what she does 
And I mean, she she, she's keep a hustler. Yeah, caviar, she's a hustler. She yeah, got to keep up that caviar lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, she is on the grind, and you know she won't let her kids down on this one. No. Yeah. So so she does um, a dance school for uh, for kind of like preschoolers. Yeah. She does a uh, pampered chef. What uh, is pampered chef, by the way? I don't know. I, th- I is think that like, it was a... like a catering service? No, I think it's like an Amway type thing where you show up to people's houses and yeah. you have like a party. I was and thinking you're like, it was this a... is an electric can opener and whatever, and you try and get them to sell like a pyramid scheme type yeah, thing. Yeah, I was going to say mm. pyramid scheme type Tupperware vibes is what yeah, I get from, th- that's, from that. That's what I get, but also I do not know at all. So Well, we have. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. My friendly. Phone, I'll look. Uh, and she also sold slings to nursing mothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. So all around, she was in the mom business. Yes, very much so. Wholesome, you know, uh, nothing to see here, mom business. So uh, she had a 4,000 square plus house and her kids basically slept in her bed and she was doing well. 10 years prior, uh, Paige actually was married to somebody else, a guy, guy named Ron Bigler. Ron Bigler. Ron Bigler, right? Um, B- I was like, is Aaron having a stroke? B- B-E-G-L-E-R. Bigler. It was the E that kind of threw me off. I see. Well, anyway. Um, and this person, Ron, was basically his her first love. They and were- man, he had like this awesome mullet in like their wedding picture. Yeah. And, and he had, like, really big lips. He did have big lips. So after the divorce with Rob, uh, her and her first husband, Ron, uh, got in touch, and he rekindled that shit hard. Like, so fucking yeah. hard. And, I mean, that's... um. It, I've never been... like Like, every time I've ever broken up with somebody i'm like goodbye forever and like that's it like we cut ties so i have a hard time not a hard time but it's just like that's weird to me i never like kind of you know been in a situation where i actually like rekindled um, a romantic relationship it always seemed kind of weird to me what about you guys hmm. um you know i've i've for the most part stayed friends with like all my exes why uh i don't know because in most cases every case that i can think of actually it ended pretty amicable with the exception of like my marriage (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know if i've ever like rekindled something later on but definitely have like stayed in touch and stayed friends with some exes not all of them. But. I, I mean, like, you already went through all the stuff with these exes where they already know you, so you don't have to, like, do that with a new person. I don't know. Someone takes a shit on my heart, you know? <laughs> like, you're dead to me. Uh, uh, that's probably it, for the best, honestly. No, it is. It yeah, is 100%. Yeah. But if you were the person shitting on someone else's heart and they still wanted to hang out, then, you know. That's true. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure every everybody, not only was I like, you're dead to me, I'm sure that person was always like, totally cool with that. I'm fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> let's, let's go our separate ways. <laughs> the only thing I've ever rekindled was um, I, I, I had a friendship with somebody 
and uh, we knew each other in 2008 and then we happened by chance to meet in 2012 and I rekindled that shit so fucking hard he was getting married and I got invited to not only his bachelor party and the wedding but like another trip he did with like his dudes you know it was nice. like, yeah it was pretty awesome yeah uh, where was the trip to so he was a uh, rafting guide and um, so w- we went down a river called Gore River or uh, in Colorado and it was like a like gnarly class four for shit your pants water um, it was cool it was nice, nice. except I you shit did your shit pants? your pants no I, well, I eh. no I did not shit my pants <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay you don't have to admit it but anyway so uh now her first husband ron lived about 250 miles away so what they decided to do in denver in denver Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. they decided to meet halfway at a town called eagle eagle colorado (laughs) and i mean yeah it's like imagine you know driving like two hours to meet someone that's like some high school shit right there yeah. yeah, but that's yeah. kind of what you got to do if you like live in Colorado, you know. Like, I think if you live in small towns yeah. in general, yeah, small slim, towns. slim pickings, you might have to go to a different city. Yeah. yeah, like like here, if someone lives in like a different borough, you're like, oh fuck that. Yeah, I'm into, yeah. I'm not into long distance relationships. Yeah, totally. Even, even if it's the same borough but like really far away, it's hard. Yeah. So. Um, the very last day that Paige was ever seen was she was leaving to meet Ron, her ex-husband. Uh, for a picnic. For a picnic. So, on Thursday, June 28th, she enjoyed a picnic with Ron. Uh, then she started her two-hour trip heading back to Grand Junction around 7 p.m. By 11 p.m., uh, she still wasn't home, and her kids were getting very worried. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were. When Paige isn't home the next day, Ron uh, calls in the Grand Junction police and uh, basically says, hey, there was this lady that, you know, is who Ron was my ex-wife. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's confusing because it's Ron and Rob. Just think about this. Ron is, the, Ron is good. Rob is bad. Ron good. Rob back. Wait, so Ron is the dad? No, Ron is the good ex-husband that she was oh. seeing before. Okay. Yeah. All, right. Rob, all right, all right, Who is Rob Dixon is the fucking dickhead who um, basically... Okay, so yeah. Rob bad, Ron good. Yes, exactly. Got it. Okay. So uh, the next day, Ron basically calls the Grand Junction police and was like... Hey, what's up? Uh, <laughs> there's this lady who just also happened to be my ex-wife. And, you know, we were, like, hanging out. And uh, I, she's missing now. Please don't send me to jail, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, he must have known, been, been like, oh. He must have been like, fuck, god damn it. I, this, is, I, this is not going to look good for me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, this is la- <laughs> last fucking picnic I plan. Yeah. You know, we've... Uh, I had an ex one time, and the first thing I did was I gave back her keys. Because in my mind, there was like, if something happens to her and I have the keys, I am so fucked. I am so <laughs> fucked. That's how you know you watch too much true, 
true crime. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. But but also, you know, it's like who knows, right? Yeah. Like I, maybe I just really? like really, you know, s- save myself some grief in jail time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's also like a sign of respect too, given the key back. That's yeah. true. That's you know, true. Like, because I've always done that too. I'm like, here's your key, just so you don't have to worry about like me coming over. Me coming over. <laughs> this is me your... telling you that yeah. I'm not crazy, and I'm hey. not gonna break into your house just because we broke up. Take this back, and I'm not gonna murder your pets. That's, <laughs> that's the type of ex I am. You know, I haven't always been a great boy- boyfriend. But I've been a fucking stellar ex-boyfriend. And that's commendable. That's commendable. That's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. You know, don't worry. You won't hear from me again. I'll move across the country. <laughs> Get away. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, though, that's always a good move. Yeah. To break to, up. Just be like, you know what? Time for a new start. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just uh, you know, you're dead to me. So, <laughs> um, at this point, her dad uh, uh, was notified that she was missing and he instantly was like something this, happened okay. yeah he's there like, was there was a crime because yeah. she was like super mom you know her kids slept in her bed every night like she she wouldn't have left him unless like something dire happened mm-hmm. yeah so who did the police start looking at i'll give you two guesses <laughs> the husband yes good job a plus. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. yeah. This was a really hard question. I had to study for that one a bunch. I get it. Yeah. Nick was like, is it a fruit guy? Like the guy he, she buys fruit from? You well, know? see, I was like, should I say something stupid or just, just let Osa take this one? <laughs> I think you made the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So they started looking at ex-husbands immediately. They looked at the phone records and it turned out that uh, the last night right before she disappeared uh ron and Paige were calling each other and through these phone records they found out that ron basically stayed in denver the whole time yeah right and the last because they got it from pinging it yeah the triangulation of the cell towers cell towers yeah so good for ron good for ron yeah so he was cleared although the last call uh page made was to ron at 9 p.m basically saying i'm pulling into grand junction so they could kind of figure out exactly where she was at uh nine o'clock if she was being honest mm-hmm. yeah um so police eliminated ron they started looking at ex-husband number two which on paper looks way more like he he would totally kill his for sure it looks yeah. really bad given yeah. their history um Rob, bad Rob, uh, was also making um, kind of distressed calls about Paige, which, you know, if you murdered your ex-wife, that's something, if you were smart, you would be doing. So, right? So that doesn't immediately uh, eliminate him. Eliminate him. Eliminate him? Shut up. (laughs) So anyway, uh, but Rob happened to be living in Philadelphia, right? And he was in Philadelphia the whole time, so they... Couldn't so that he couldn't have done it, so they immediately eliminated him mm-hmm. as a suspect. That's right. Good that he was living in Philadelphia because well, otherwise it would look pretty bad for him. It was good for him. Yeah, yeah. Philly in the building. <laughs> good L- job moving to Philly. Yeah, lucky, lucky son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. 
So that motherfucker. So who the fuck was it? <laughs> I don't know. So, um, uh, you know, and there was other things, weird things, like Paige uh, confided in a friend that she had, like, a pretty ominous feeling right before she disappeared. Mm. Um, so police go back to the phone records, and they quickly found out that Paige ran another business called Models, Inc., and it was an adult entertainment um, escort business. Oh, shit. Mm. And uh, she got some secrets. She got some secrets. There's some that piece of skeletons right yeah. there. I mean, you know, and it's crazy. I think this might be the first case we ever did where, like, somebody had secrets. So <laughs> get out Weird, of here. Weird, that never happens. Yeah. yeah, I mean, secrets never end in murder. But um, <laughs> they... Uh, Yes. It's funny because sometimes they do. Yeah. Well, it's funny because <laughs> they always do, is, is what's funny about it. But I actually have, let's see, I have the um, the page up. You guys want to see it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me Ooh, describe sexy. what we're... We got some... Yeah. Whoa, you do have the page up. Fuck. Yeah, and honestly, like... She, she looks you're, good. You scroll up, so it's not the face; it's just the body. Just not the face, just the body, which is banging. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Twenty nine. Yeah. I was gonna say she's got a very thin shirt on. Can see some nipples through the shirt. Yeah. yeah. No, no bra, and it's one of those shirts that like ties in the front with like a little knot. Mm-hmm. Very easy to take those off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if it's double knotted though? The well, me- she wouldn't do that to you. The measurements. It- are 34D 2435. What does that mean? Uh, uh, waist 30. and hip size. So 34D is bra size, 24 is waist, 35 is hips. But those aren't Ds. Those are like Cs at the most. Yeah. Well, maybe she's exaggerating a little. Yeah, maybe uh, she's lying. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, this, okay. I like this uh, This uh, over here on the, the left. The navigation panel is called Naughty Navigation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was definitely like, have you ever heard of Backpage? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Backpage? Backpage is kind of like, you basically go on it right now. Backpage is basically where you find escorts. Like, that's, it's it's it basically the, like a Craigslist, but it's only um, escorts. Yeah, because you mm. <clears throat> most likely wouldn't want to get an ex, uh, escort from Craigslist. No, those never work. <laughs> are these the services you guys you used know, before me and jessica came along no 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 i mean like well, no, I, no i took a survey it, like a you know 120 uh person survey just to see and you know it never works uh never even though we had one guy on our show who said that he went to one of those he it was on craigslist it was called like a hand job party and he mm, went there. What? And he and it was it was a party full of hand jobs. Yeah, and he was like, it wasn't that weird. It was cool. Everything happened, and then I left. No, it was weird. There's no way it's not weird. <laughs> like like maybe he doesn't think it's weird, but it was weird. But at uh, least the people there had to have been weird. Like if you're going to a party that you found on Craigslist, you're weird. Yeah, yeah, you're out there. Yeah. Once parties happen again, I want to go to a Craigslist party. No. You won't let me. I mean, I, you can do whatever you want, okay. but <laughs> I mean, I would it, discourage it. it. It sounds like you want us to talk about a story that happened to you on the show. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um. Here's the description on the uh, on the page that um, 
page set up. Uh, I describe myself as beautiful body and face, nice hair and teeth, sensual mannerisms with a fun attitude. <laughs> uh, fun attitude is fun code attitude. for like down for whatever. Yeah. DTF. You know, you, and you know why she mentioned teeth, right? Because yeah. it's Grand Junction, Colorado. Yep. And not, not oh, all and of not, them. Yeah. Very few people have teeth there. Yeah. She, she could have just said, and I have teeth. And that would have been good yeah. enough. <laughs> um, and then she writes, tired of chopped meat showing up when you order filet mignon. Oh, shit. Affluent. Tired of tired of getting a corn dog when you ordered caviar. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's probably where they got that line. <laughs> Affluent clients are uh, lavishing in uh, in delightful sessions with models, Inc. ladies. So, so she had other girls working for her. I, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. I think so, but once again, yeah. they, they don't go into okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little confused about that. I was like, it sounds like or, there's or, a girl working for her, but I'm like, not sure. Or, or, or did she run it, or was she an employee of it? No, no. She ran she it. Ran it. it. She ran business. it. But it, was it a one-woman operation, or was it... It sounds like there's multiple girls. sounds like there's more. Yeah, they yeah, don't really talk it about it, though. like it's still going on, the fact that you could go to the website and look at, you know... Well, that's just a picture of the website. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Um, not only that, but uh, there was other sources that said, you know, she 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 might not have had sex with clients, but just kind of like a a private dance party. But I don't know. There's no way anyone could mm. confirm or deny that. You think like a trick is going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, no, no sex at all. You know, he might say that, but how can you trust yeah. a trick? Yeah. A John? A John? A trick? They're called tricks. You know that, right? That's no, a I, 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 very I, common vernacular. Yeah, this is news to me. I can Google again. Oh, by the way, Pampered Chef is indeed an MLM. Um, they sell kitchen tools, food products, cookbooks. Um, MLM stands for what? Multi-level marketing. It's like an it's like a pyramid scheme. A pyramid scheme. Even yeah. though there are some people that do make money from it, you, but it's just, uh, yeah, it's there, just like it, a point zero zero one percent. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're yeah. near the top of the pyramid. Yeah. Okay, uh, the difference between John and Trick. When used as nouns, John means a prostitute's client, whereas Trick means something designed to fool or swindle. No. Anyway, like, I'm right. Okay, you're so, right. So, anyway, uh, you know, so it turned out she was an escort with an escort business. Uh, this became, uh, this was a complete surprise to her friends and family. Especially her dad. Especially her dad, obviously. Um, police realize uh, now, because uh, she was an escort business, that there could be hundreds of clients. So, uh, a little bit after she disappeared, on July 1st, uh, Paige's car was found torched. Oh, yeah, the 911 call from the lady calling it in. She's like, hey, um, in this parking lot over there, there's, there's like a car on fire. Yeah, yeah it's weird. I think, it, I think it's, uh, there's like a car being torched. You know, like, okay. <laughs> uh, clearly, she was far away enough to uh, not feel the danger of the what heat. that might be yeah exactly otherwise it would be a very different 911 call um so this so Paige's car was i found it on the internet you're correct yes <laughs> yeah mm. so, so uh 
Paige's car was torched. And even though uh, all the physical evidence was basically de destroyed by this fire, there was some interesting discoveries that the cops made. Uh, one of them was Paige was only five foot four, a very, you know, small, not, not super small, small, but, but like, like uh, petite. petite, below average height for a woman. <laughs> I, 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 I think no, I, she I, was short, but her breasts were large. Yes. Like, well, because I would say like five foot six would be like the average height of a woman. Right? I think I think five four is actually the average. Yeah. Oh, oh. I mean, I'm not even gonna. I don't even have an opinion. Yeah, you're not gonna throw your hat in the ring for this one. I can't because I have no frame. Or, I like. I, I can't even like begin to know whether like or how, not I'm right. Like Aaron, how tall is your girlfriend? I think she. I think. Uh, Jessica's like five, six or seven. She's okay. like as as tall as me, maybe just a tiny bit shorter. Got it. Um. So even though Jessica was, even though Paige <laughs> was only five four. Five foot four is the average height of a woman. Boom. Um. The the driver's seat was pushed all the way back. All the way back. Uh, they also found Paige Paige's. Uh, day planner in the trunk it wasn't burned but the last four entries were uh ripped out totally ripped out sus and, and this is the one that she kept all her um escort stuff in her day planner i think it was just like everything like everything pamper chef who i'm gonna fuck mm -hmm. uh you know when to pick the kids up from daycare all mm -hmm. of it so there was a massive search around grand junction and uh, basically just south of Grand Junction is a highway, Highway 50. And um, the so a bunch of volunteers went out searching for Paige. And they, basically they found all her belongings strewed along this highway in about like a 15-mile range. And, these, and the items that they found were not items that Paige would have thrown out. They were important shit. They were blank checks. They were kids' medical cards, mm -hmm. stuff that she wanted. Yeah. Um, so then they got the tracker dogs, right? Yeah. To pick up Paige's scent. And um, basically the dogs went all the way to a kind of river bank where they lost it and there's mm -hmm. no sign of Paige. Mm, yeah, water really uh -oh. stops those dogs. It does, yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of in a weird position now. So the police go back to the phone records, right? So thank God for these phone records. Um, and uh, Paige received several calls from several different clients, right? Um, another call, one of, one of the guys who called uh, was a guy named Jim to see if Carrie was available. Carrie was her uh, escort uh, Alias, man. yeah, her mm -hmm. uh, escort alias. Yeah, which is, I mean, you know, that's always smart to have yeah, an escort because, you know. Well, yeah. like even strippers do that. Yeah, yeah. I Oh, oh, really? They're, they're, their parents didn't her, name her, them. Her, was, her birth name wasn't Cinnamon, you know? Yeah. Or... <laughs> yeah. Um, what are we going to name them? How about Cherry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Baps. Yeah. So that's not a good stripper name. No. <laughs> Next the to the stage coming. Baps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baps. Baps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that would be like naming, like as a stripper, like taking a name like Gertrude or like, you know, I don't know, what what else? Uh, 
Uh, Meredith. Uh, Ethel. Ethel. <laughs> Ethel's a good, Ethel's is, a, is a really good bad stripper name. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, coming to the stage now. Uh, put a put a big round of applause for Beatrice. You know? <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so. Um, so there was this guy named Jim who uh, left a message oh, asking whether or not Carrie was available. Uh, Jim called three times that night, the night she went missing, and then he also called twice the evening of the 28th. All these calls were made on a prepaid track phone. Burner Sus. phone. Yeah. You know, anytime you're dealing. I mean, has there... When someone buys a, a prepaid phone of any type, is there any way they're not like selling crack or doing something crazy or like involved in a murder? I mean, like some people can't afford to have like a phone contract and like phone plan. I guess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't judge people with track phones. Okay, all right. Track <laughs> phones are real phones. All I was saying. This is what I. This is what I meant. Take take like think of a circle, right? What do you think the percentage is of... Uh, the circle is everybody who buys a prepaid phone. What do you think the percentage is of people doing something like crazy illegal? Oh, I mean, you're talking about like a pie chart. Yeah, pie chart. Yeah. yeah it's, um, it's probably a big, pretty big slice of the pie. I would say, how about 49%? So 51% of it's legit. Okay. All right. You know, there was a big... Uh, uh, the, the only reason I think about that is because you guys watched The Wire. Yeah. No. Yeah. Th there was a whole like episode about like just those track phones and like, you know, that's basically how. Well, whatever. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so there was a guy with a track phone named Jim, uh, just basically hitting up Carrie. Uh, so yep. So the f uh, calls were made on a track phone. Police traced the number and found out that that phone was purchased two days earlier on the 26th at a Walmart. Uh, police get surveillance video of Jim buying the phone and they find out his real name is Lester Jones. So who is this Lester? Yeah, who is he? Uh, not, not only is Lester a weird dude and he, he was caught buying the phone, but it also turns out he worked uh, across the street from where uh, Paige's burnt car was found. What? Ah. So, I mean, you can't step in shit any harder than that. Looks that looks pretty bad. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Um, there was only five calls uh, to and from made on that phone, and the last incoming call was made by Models Inc., a.k.a. Paige. Mm-hmm. Then the phone went dead. So please find out that Lester was convicted of first-degree sexual assault and kidnapping Fuck. of his ex-wife back in 1999. Uh, and basically, he kidnapped his, uh, his ex-wife and told her that uh, she, he's going to take her up in the hills and murder her and where nobody's going to find her. So, you know, not exactly your, you know, uh, typical uh, 
model citizen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he would not refer to this guy as a class act. No, no, absolutely not. Also, this doesn't look very good for him. In front of the car, right there, and yeah, right in front of his place of work. He's trying to pull shit like this before. Yeah. Also, his parents named him Lester. Really, Lester? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Lester. Like that would be a good like Lester, Lester, the child molester. Yeah, that was a rhyme we used to say yeah. anytime we met someone named Lester. Like like the inverse for like male strippers, Lester would be a bad male stripper name. Yes. Naming your kid Lester is like the same as like hitting him while he's growing up. Like it's on the same level of abuse. <laughs> Maybe they didn't want the child. It's, it's like naming your kid Brock, right? You know? Oh, like, I know some good Brocks. Oh, man. Yeah, don't talk about Brock. Yeah, we don't talk Bro- about yes. Brock. Okay. Yeah, like because my man Brock, I love that dude. Yeah. All right, it, it just seems like I, I hear a lot of Brocks that are involved in a lot of shit. Like, remember the Stanford case? The oh, Stanford yeah, 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 yeah. who ended up uh, raping a girl at, like, a sorority party? Yeah, yeah fuck Brock. that guy. Well, of course. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, like, root for him. All I'm, but when he, I found that his name was Brock, there was a little part of me that was like, fuck his parents, too. What were they thinking, Brock? You name your kid Brock. You know, it was kind yeah. of like a chicken and egg thing. Like, what is is he a rapist because he's named Brock, or is he named Brock because he's a rapist? You know, <laughs> that that was just my thinking at the yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, Lester is a very the fitting name for the town that this all happened. It's a very corn dog name. Yes. Lester. Yeah. yeah. I'm Lester. Lester, you help the lady over there with her bags, please. Oh, sir, do I got to? Lester, we're not going to talk about this again, you and your attitude. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I like, I, I, we just shut up and I was like, we're going to see where this is going. We're just going to let this happen. Gonna, yeah, let's, let's do it. Yeah. I've been getting better at character voices. Aaron had to run to the bathroom. So I'm going to hit you guys with this song. It's the PP song. I got a urinate. Oh, it's the PP song. This is a short break. It's the PP song. I got a urinate. Oh, it's the PP song. It was a bowling alley. Gut, oh. Gutter. Where, uh, uh, that gutter was, ball. Yeah, gutter ball. Or yeah. the gutter. The gutter, yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we're back. Okay, we're back. All right, so uh, Lester, not only was Lester, you know, uh, he, he was you know, convicted of kidnapping and sexual assault and all this other shit. But he was also very big. He was 6'5". Big ass motherfucker. Which means he was the type of guy who would have to pull uh, the the driver's seat all the way back. Dun, dun, dun. So yeah, just... to drive like uh, uh, Paige's uh, Focus, Ford Focus, right? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, so, so it just keeps on adding up. So the police basically quench... Uh, question him and um uh so while he's being questioned by the police uh other police are at his place of work searching his shit and they're also talking to his wife so uh lester's wife 
was out of town the night that Paige went missing. So it was another reason why uh, Lester, it looks like Lester could have done this Wait, shit. was she though? Because didn't she testify later on that he left the house that night? Okay. So Because she did so, do that. So there's two nights, right? There's the night that, uh, there was the night that uh, Paige went missing. Mm-hmm. And then there was the night that, Oh yeah, the yeah. car got torched. Those were two different nights. Oh, I see. And the night that the I see. car got torched, that's when he like just left for like an hour. I right. see. Got but the, it. But the night Paige went missing, uh, she wasn't there. She was, I think, in Georgia visiting family. Uh, as she would be. Mm-hmm. So uh, on Sunday night, the night the car was reported burning, Lester says he was at his house, but. Uh, Lester says he left his house uh, between 9 and 10 p.m. to take care of a task at work, which was uh, basically turning the lights off. Because he had forgotten. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, Likely I'm, story, Lester. Yeah. Yeah. I, why don't you get better at your job, asshole? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> or at least better at lying. I know. I mean, this guy, he sounds like about as good of. A liar as I am like <laughs> you know it was just like hey you know if uh hey I, I didn't see you at work where were you it's like oh I uh, poop I had a lot of poop uh you know like like just a lot of poop yeah you know but the type where it's it's liquefied are you saying diarrhea yes diarrhea I had diarrhea <laughs> right just just couldn't be worse at lying. I'm so fucking bad at it. <laughs> but um, we, I, I at least loved the lady that was interrogating him. Oh, she was, she was great. She was not afraid of him at all. <laughs> yeah. She was just like, you're lying, aren't you, sweetheart? She Why re- don't you just tell me the truth instead? Yeah. Isn't yeah, that she, right, Lester? <laughs> she reminded me of that one detective lady from when we did that three-part episode with uh, Kendall. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, like, oh, Kelly, you lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you lie, and I know you're lying. He, she and re- I like it. <laughs> she reminded me of, uh, remember uh, Stephen McDaniel, who chopped up his, uh, uh, the, the, he was a law school student. Law school. She was a law, law school student, yeah, and chopped up, um, her, his neighbor, who was also a law, stu- law school student, but the interrogation, and they're, they're down in Georgia, so they're down south, and the two guys were just like, Steven! Steven! <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> Steven! <laughs> we know you did it, Steven! We know you did it, Steven! <laughs> Steven! You know? Like, like, they thought, like, if we just, like, keep screaming his name, he would be like, I did it! But he also had a great strategy where he just goes, I'm not, no. I don't no. know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, he ha- he was completely emotionless no. and, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Just like a weird robot. So, Lester looks very, very specific. <laughs> suspicious uh at lester's work he had a bunch of suspicious items including a stack of viagra a gas can out of place yes a gas can out 
place a list of other escorts in the area mm. with individual notes on what they would do. You know, so it would just be like Brittany, you know, like hand job, blow job, like anal question mark, you know, like stuff like that. <laughs> uh, a bra, bras, and the bras were in the size of um, Paige's bra bust. Is that the that's the proper word <laughs> sure. for it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, two male wigs. That's interesting. I wonder what those were for. Well, he was bald. Yeah, but I don't think he was like doing it as a fashion statement. I think it was more of a incognito thing. Oh, mm, never right? even considered to use a wig for that. You know, here's a. <laughs> well, it, it's it's good if you want people uh, yeah. not to recognize you. Like, like the thing is, like he does some stuff that's like. Pr- pretty smart like the track phone and all that stuff that that's pretty smart yeah but he also just like takes all this evidence and just fucking leaves it at his place of work and And he does the car thing like across the street from his job yeah exactly um yes and there was also a gas can out of place that his boss said that's not where that gas gas can usually goes so in the um uh, Lester is brought in for a second time, and he still denies everything, including that he uh, was the man on the surveillance video at the Walmart. So he's just kind of bold, bold faced being like, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. It wasn't me. And, yeah. and then when finally he's like, all right, that was me. But all I was buying was a monster cable. Yeah. Which what, is like, what, what is, is a, mon- a monster cable? Yeah, yeah, what is a monster cable? Um, it's like an expensive... It's an audio cable, but it's like uh, like an expensive one because it's like really high quality. Like uh, it, has, it has like gold components in it and stuff. Gold? Gold. Yeah, because gold is more conductive. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, track dogs uh, basically pick up Lester's scent... And they find that his scent is also at the front, in the front seat of Paige's car. Mm. Right? So just, you know, it's like they have him dead to rights. Right? (laughs) Although there was all this evidence against Lester, the cops couldn't charge him with anything because they didn't have a body. Where the body at? Well, we'll find out. Oh, yeah. No, no, I was doing a cop's impression. Oh, okay. Okay. Where's the body at? <laughs> Hi, I'm a cop. Where's the body at? <laughs> My job is solving crimes. Hi. <laughs> I think you murdered this person. That is against the law. Where is the body? I like donuts. <laughs> okay, so five years go by. Right? So five years since she went missing. No arrest. Then Damn. In the spring of 2012, hikers were exploring a dry creek bed. Uh, this was about 60 miles south of where all her items were scattered on Highway 50. Mm-hmm. And uh, the hikers found a human skull with duct tape around the jaw and the back of the head. Oh. What a find. That's yeah. a terrifying find. It's also crazy that, you know, so her head... You know, the skin would, uh, you know, um, deteriorate mm-hmm. as long as, yeah, with the meat in the eyes. But the duct tape is fine. The duct tape is still there. Well, the duct tape is made of plastic. Well, all yeah. I'm saying is like, all right, so there's duct tape on my face, right? But my skin deteriorates. It, it, Wouldn't that take now. 
the duct tape away, but somehow the duct tape was still in the, or whatever. Maybe Mm. it was put on really well. (laughs) Quite possibly. I mean, hey, you know, I'm, I'm certainly no Michael Baldwin, Badwin, that famous, um, uh, medical coroner, Mm. Michael Badwin. Sure. Baden. Michael Baden. Michael Baden. You don't know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. <laughs> this guy, this guy is like huge in in, in the medical coroner p- profession. He did, um, uh, I think he did, like, he did, um, Sid Vicious. Oh. And he did, uh, like a bunch of other like celebrities. Uh, I don't. Okay. Michael anyway. Jackson, Elton John. No. <laughs> Um, John's still alive. <laughs> uh, here, can you look up Michael Baden? Yeah, medical cor- uh, coroner, and we'll just keep on going. Thank you. So, hikers found this human skull with duct tape around the jaw and the back of the head. Forensic examiners uh, find more bones scattered along the creek in about a one-mile radius, and they quickly determine that it belongs to. Page. These are Page's remains. Yes. Although they now have Page's remains, they still can't determine how she died. All they can she, all they can determine though is that she was kidnapped because of the duct tape. You don't mm-hmm. kidnap someone who's already dead, right? Or yeah, or you wouldn't want to. Well, you wouldn't. Like if no. I killed you, Nick. Yeah. I wouldn't put duct tape around your mouth all of a sudden. All right, so oh, okay. Here, wait. Uh, so, so Michael Baden, he has done some interesting things. He testified in the um, O.J. Simpson trial. Um, he test. He uh, worked on um, the. Uh, oh, he he observed the autopsy of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh um, wow. Yeah, so this is this is from um, Wikipedia. In October 2019, Baden was hired by Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein's brother and observed the autop the autopsy done by city officials following his death in custody at a federal facility in New York City on sex trafficking charges. Baden disputed New York City Chief Medical Examiner Barbara Sampson's conclusion that Epstein's death was a suicide, asserting that three fractures in Epstein's neck were more consistent with homicide by strangulation and rarely seen in suicide by hanging. Baden has stated that the autopsy points to to homicide. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, I have no opinion one way or another about Jeffrey Epstein. Really? No opinion whatsoever? Like, well, I'm not a political don't... person. <laughs> you, you don't have to be a political person to be like, hey, fucking kids is bad, you know? Well, yeah, no, no, no. I know, I know fucking kids is bad. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the dude definitely killed himself. There's just no way that's not a thing um yeah no. yeah and I, I mean it's suspicious that uh you know baden was hired by the, epstein's brother and yeah. then it was like it was homicide you know like that's a little yeah but that's he, a little suspicious okay sure yeah fair enough but like he's he's like but he's basically like the only celebrity medical corner like ar- around like he he hosted that show autopsy Mm-hmm. Remember oh, that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay, was yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. 
on uh, HBO, right? He mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So so Baden also. Um, I'm just looking at his uh, Wikipedia page some more. Also, did an autopsy on George Floyd as well. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah, and and like back in the, um, which he concluded was was um, death by homicide due to mechanical asphyxia, yeah. which conflicts with another autopsy. Interesting. So, so he does all the big uh, autopsy stuff. He's like the guy. Yeah. No, he's like the Doctor Drew of like death doctors. You know, like he's yeah. he's like a celebrity medical examiner. Mm-hmm. Um, I see. Crazy. Yeah. Weird profession. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, he's he's like he's one of those guys who, uh, you know, they look at something and and they're like there's a story here tell me the story right like it's almost like in in the show autopsy mm-hmm. uh which always came off the real sex you know <laughs> which was fine because i already like blew my load so i'm like yeah i can watch this now <laughs> uh, but but in, in that show you know he was always like the dead have a story right all these like little clues is a story that the dead is telling us like the it's it's speaking to a dead in a very very real physical way mm-hmm. it's interesting yeah um yeah, yeah they're got kind of like medical detectives so anyway uh forensic examiners found all these bones along this dry riverbed and they go hey this is Paige. we found her uh however they still can't determine how she died but they know she got kidnapped right so in September 2016, Lester trial uh, Lester went to trial and it ended in a hung jury, nine to three in the favor of guilty. Which you know, uh, it has to be uh, totally unanimous. Yeah, unanimous. Yeah. Unanimous. Yeah. Yeah. So um, everybody was like, "Oh fuck!" But apparently, this DA, this DA was like, "We're not giving up. Yeah. We're not giving yeah. up." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that DA Hell guy yeah. was kind of a badass. Yeah, he yeah, was. He was super, yeah, he was, he was like, fuck that, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so they they went back to trial in November 2016. And this time, they put Paige's daughter on the stand. Mm-hmm. And Paige's daughter um, left this, like, in, like, when she was, I don't know, a, she, a child, I six think, or I seven. I think they said nine years old. When it no, happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she was like nine. Left this like heartbreaking message. Uh, so by putting her on the stand, he could admit that message and evidence, you know? Yeah. Mm. And and it's just like, you know, the saddest thing you ever heard in your yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of very desperate um, voicemails yeah, left to her like, that were like, please come home. Yeah, really. And you're like, it's heartbreaking. You're like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're like, Try to walk now. Try to get a hung jury now, you fucking dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lester's wife also took the stand. And yep. she also had some pretty damning testimony. She testified that uh, the night that uh, Paige's car was torched, um, that Lester actually went out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went out because he said that um, he had to turn the lights off. Yeah, at his job yeah mm-hmm. and she was already kind of suspicious right because she had an inkling that you know he was fooling around with other ladies exactly that he yeah. was cheating he'd be a cheating man mm-hmm. yeah i mean isn't there's like you like 
I mean, I don't know if you ever been in this situation, but can't like some people just like feel it? You just feel it. Yeah, when I mean, someone's yeah, yeah, yeah. on you, like mm-hmm. you just get like vibes yeah, to- like that. Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah, know, it, you can just uh, tell something's wrong. Yeah. yeah, like they often overcompensate. Yeah, but I'm not even talking about anything that that person gives off. They could be acting totally normal, but you feel it. There's mm. like intuition. There's yeah. like an energy that they mm-hmm. give off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I very much believe in like oh yeah me too energies and stuff you, like sure, that. yeah me for too. sure Karma yeah me too you, like yeah. you you know yeah you know something's up yeah like like anytime I look at Nick I'm just like oh, fuck you know like I just <laughs> I don't know what it is but every time I look at him I'm like oh my god what the fuck <laughs> look at this motherfucker just oh. you know that's how I feel you know I was gonna say I feel the opposite about Nick when I, I can't I'm just put, like he's not doing shit it's fine I can't put a finger on it yeah <laughs> it's like when would he be doing this shit <laughs> well, well well the stuff I feel about Nick isn't that he's cheating on you it, mm-hmm. it's something else it's just like like, just fuck look at its beady eyes his beady rat eyes just staring back at me <laughs> dear lord what the fuck that's, you know that's just how I feel so anyway uh, Lester's wife gives testimony that's basically like he's definitely a cheater and he definitely had enough time to burn Paige's car mm-hmm. um, there was also a phone call between uh, Jones and a cop uh, Lester Jones and a cop yeah, Lester Jones and a cop about, oh, this is great, about like a impounded vehicle. And the whole car call was just the cop trying to give his vehicle back. Oh, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot oh, about this. Oh, yeah, that was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. So the cop was like, hey, we have your vehicle. We could drop it off at your place so you could come here. And then the guy's like, and then Lester's like, no. And the guy's like, no? What do He's you mean, like, no? I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I don't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he was like... You asked me where to bury the body. And the guy's like, what? And the guy's like, I'm sorry, what? what? And he goes, you asked me where to bury the body. Where to bury the body. And it just like... It just made zero sense. It was they, like, what the fuck's happening? And this guy clearly just wanted to get this guy's car back. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. They, like, yeah. he just works in, like, this little office getting people their cars back, you know? Yeah. He, he, he in no way wanted to help solve a murder. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I bet he didn't even know like he was talking to a murder suspect. Although after that would happen, I would be like, "What the fuck was that? Do and I need I, to call I'd the come police?" Home, I'd come home and like tell my significant other. I'd be like, "I fucking just solved the murder." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but it was just crazy. Well, it there was just absolutely no point. Even though, I mean, there's no way like we could answer this, but like. I don't think every call is recorded in just like regular police business. Like if a police was calling somebody about like a car that was impounded, do you think they record that? Like, I, I, I would I say I would say they probably like record every call, but like keep them for like two weeks and then just delete them. Maybe it's, it's something like there's certain people that are flagged. And if you're that person, if you get a call from the police, no matter what's what it's about, they record it. Yeah, maybe if there's yeah. an ongoing case or something. But I'm totally just talking out my ass. I'm just saying, like, that's something that could be the policy. Yeah, like, anyone that works in law enforcement and listens to the show, reply in the comments and there's tell no us how one, it works. There's no one in law enforcement that listens to this show. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. There's no way that's a thing. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, go to our website, loveisamazing.com. <laughs> anyone in law enforcement would just be listening to it being like, oh, really? That's what people think, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Who but are these fucking assholes? Anyway, Lester was found guilty of uh, felony murder and sentenced to life. So happy ending. Yeah. Happy ending yes. all around. Yes. Except that Paige is dead. Well, you always have to. <laughs> you always have to just get that little tiny. Just okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Except that Paige is dead. But um, okay. Yeah, you're right. No. No happy ending. I but mean, but at least like they caught the guy. Yeah. The, yeah. The sat satisfying ending. Maybe. Yes. Yes. All right, I think we did it, right? That is it. We right. have done it. I have no more to say about oh, this uh, case. Uh, I we we have a new Instagram that you should follow if you've made it this far in the show. It's at Love Is Amazing Podcast. Uh, we're mm -hmm. gonna be putting more and more fun content because before we were kind of just piggybacking off Aaron's Instagram, and you know, like everyone needs their own, you know, their own thing. Mm -hmm. Instagram sure. is your voice to yeah, tell the so go, world. Go, go follow yeah. us. I mean, so you know, Instagram is your voice. Go tell the world. I, <laughs> as far as like social media goes, I've been like a hobbit. Like I haven't like posted anything. I haven't been reading anything. I just, I'm so done. Well, well, I'm so that's done. fair. Well, yeah, yeah. So then that's also the reason why we started our That's own. why Nick and I made an Instagram. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, cool, guys. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Love is amazing. Oh, but it's also bullshit. And it might also get you murdered.